Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. All right. Phenomenal football Friday here on the show with Nick and Ken. Uh, 20 minutes from now, the locomotive will leave the station. Ken Barkley's entire college football card for the weekend. Brad Evans will join us next hour. Ben Solak from The Ringer will join us next hour. And uh, I, I don't know how we're going to... Now we're going to fit everything into the final hour of the show. We got a lot we got to give out. All the NFL bets for this weekend. We got to give out our NBA bets for tonight, a billion games, bets of steel in the National Hockey League, and our thoughts for game one of the World Series with the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. Um, Anthony DeBundo, who joins us now on the show, is a big time Philadelphia Phillies fan. So we, I think. I think you'll probably be pulling for the Texas Rangers would be my guess coming up in game one tonight and for the entire World Series. But Anthony joins us now here on the show, uh, talking soccer as he always does on Fridays. Anthony's podcast, the Soccer Betting Podcast, is Wonder Goal. We encourage, encourage everybody to check it out. Anthony's awesome, comes on our show, support him. Check out the Wonder Goal podcast and check out his work over at the Action Network and follow him on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur looking good yet again, huh? Yeah, 2-0 up, 86 minute right now. Uh, looks like it's going to be a Friday night win for Spurs. Put their feet up over the weekend and watch the carnage across the league. They're going to be five points clear at the top of the table. After 10 matches, they bring in Ange Postacoglu. They started the year as high as 100-1 to to win the league. And now, uh, you know, there's still not a ton of market respect for Spurs. And I generally agree with it. I think that there's a lot of air in the numbers when you look, you know, beyond just the results and you look at some, you know, how they got some of their results. First of all, you know, they get two red cards when they play Liverpool, which is one of their two toughest matches. They have not played Newcastle, Manchester City, Brighton, uh, Aston Villa. They played the fifth easiest schedule in the league as well. Uh, and there is some air in their numbers, whether it's from an XG4 or against perspective. My power ratings, I still have them as the fifth best team. Closer to sixth than third, so I'm really not sure they're going to keep this up. But look, they've banked a lot of points now, and that's you know what counts in the end. So they keep outrunning this regression that I think is ultimately coming. They're going to get a real big test next Monday against Chelsea. Uh, it's going to be a Monday night football match, Monday night football. Uh, that's going to be a really, really tough test and one that I think will be a good measuring stick to figure out you know how good are these two teams because right now uh, both have – had Rocky, one's had a Rocky start, one's had a great start, but the underlying metrics kind of suggest they're pretty even. So I'm excited for that one. But yeah, I'm not quite buying the Tottenham Helium yet. Uh, I'm still selling them for top four and think that Arsenal, Liverpool, Newcastle, City are all still better teams, uh, true talent. Anthony, we can we can do this quickly so we can move on. But it, and you know, we have El Clasico and a bunch of Premier League stuff to go over too. Some really good bets, I think. Is the market's closed because Tottenham's playing right now, so like you, you can't bet to win the Premier League. So I don't have any prices to like give to you to say, okay, like if Tottenham, if this keeps going, and you're like, all right, like at some point they'll regress, but the, the season is like impossibly long, and let's say this goes for like a pretty long time. Of those four teams that you mentioned, that you know you think are are very likely to finish at the top of the table, is there one like a bet? That, that you would like right now, I'm going to guess Man City's going to open tomorrow, like as a really big favorite still to win the Premier League. Is it just them and you hope Tottenham like goes 20 clear or 15 clear and, and Man City chases them down? Like, how do you hope this play out plays out in order to, to make some bets? Yeah, I mean, you know, last year we got a very unique opportunity, right? Arsenal kept doing this same thing. Now, Arsenal had a little bit more solidity to their numbers, but then Arsenal got bit by injury. And that's the biggest thing for Spurs right now. Like, everybody's healthy. If that stays true... They're not in Europe. They do have an advantage there. They could continue to outperform here. But if one or two players go down, the depth in attack is really, really thin. Uh, they're very reliant on Son and Madison. And if one of them goes off, I think that's a problem. 
so that's one thing to consider and be concerned about. If they get out to a bigger lead, though, of course, I'm going to look to come back on City. The one team I think that still has the best chance, and I've said this since the beginning of the season, the highest ceiling team to upset City is clearly Liverpool. Uh, when you look at their attacking talent, they got this 21-year-old Dutch midfielder in, Ryan Gravenberg. He was a highly sought-after prospect from Holland, went to Bayern, kind of flopped. And now Liverpool's kind of reclaimed reclamation project here. He's really, really impressed thus far. So I think Gravenberg could be the missing piece in that midfield to help them defensively. They're very young, and they have so much attacking firepower. So Liverpool is still the team for me that has that ceiling uh, to upset City if anybody's going to do it. Anthony, we'll get to some Premier League bets for the weekend, but let's go over to Spain first to La Liga, where we have El Clasico coming up on Saturday morning with Real Madrid and Barcelona. And taking a look at the La Liga table, I don't even, and like I know a lot about soccer, I don't even know how to pronounce this team that's atop of La Liga right now. Dun 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 dun, dun my Garona, G I R O N A, I have no idea. But anyway, uh, Real Madrid is second, Barca's third, one and two points behind uh, my Garona, respectively, or Girona, Girona, I have no idea. Anyway, Real Madrid and Barca coming up tomorrow. What's the bet for El Clasico? Yeah, so there are some key injuries to pay attention to here for Barcelona. Most notably, Frankie de Jong might be back here in the midfield. Uh, he's missed a bunch of time with an injury in the last month. And then the big one is Robert Lewandowski. He has not played the last few weeks, missed time due to injury as well. He did not play in the Champions League this week. Barcelona basically played the kids and still rolled against Shakhtar in the Champions League. That's a weakened Shakhtar team. But this matchup, I don't agree with the price. Even if Lewandowski is out, I can't get to this being a toss-up in Barcelona. I came into the year with Barcelona as the better team through the first 10 matches of the season, we can just do raw expected goal differential. Real Madrid, plus 0.8 per 90. It's pretty good. It's slightly better than last season. Jude Bellingham has helped, but they lost Karim Benzema, and they had never really replaced him. And so I think there's a little bit of a hole in their attack. Now, Bellingham has taken the leap, right? He's 20 years old. He's put up some unbelievable numbers uh, from a goal-scoring perspective. He's the leading goal scorer in La Liga, which is insane to think about. But I'm wondering how you know sustainable that is. You look at Barcelona. I mentioned how Real was plus 0.8 per 90. Barcelona plus 1.2 per 90. Considerably better underlying numbers. And they're at home. And Lewandowski is questionable. So if he's in there, I really like this. I still like this. Pick a minus 115 at home. Uh, the, the market and I have been in disagreement about Real Madrid for a long time. Uh, and I generally lose those bets in like the Champions League and in these one-off tournaments where they run so well. But over the course of time, I think the market... Uh, has overvalued them in La Liga for a while now, and Barcelona is the clear better team. So I like Barca in the El Clasico tomorrow. Anthony, let's do some some EPL for a couple matches, and we'll do where, where in the world if we have time. Although we kind of just like took took the jet to Spain, and now we're we're coming back again. Maybe we take another flight at the end of the interview. We'll see. Uh, West Ham and Everton. I know one of the EPL matches you wanted to talk about. Uh, what do we like here? Yeah. So West Ham. If you you know you watch West Ham, you think of them as a very defensive. Um, anti-possession team. They're always defensively well-organized under David Moyes. They're not going to concede a lot of big chances. And that was the case for most of the last couple years. But their defensive numbers have really slid this year. In fact, they're down to 16th in expected goals allowed per match this year. That is down there with the relegation fodder, the Bournemouths, the Burnleys, the Luton Towns, and the Sheffield Uniteds of the world. So they've taken a real step back defensively and compare that to Everton. If you look at Everton's season-long numbers, they're right around league average. If you look at Everton early in the season, they were really struggling for points and goals because they were playing a lot of reserve attackers. They have a lot of injuries. They have a very thin squad. So I think the market is kind of dragging down Everton's numbers because of all those minutes they played with the backups in. And now you're getting a much healthier in-form Everton with 
Calvert-Lewin available, with uh, Beto available, with Harrison available. This is the best group they have, and they're putting up really impressive attacking numbers. I think a couple weeks ago, I, I gave out Everton on this show against Bournemouth, completely steamrolled them. They have quietly put together a pretty impressive group of attackers that make them live here. So I like them plus a half and think they're worth a money line sprinkle as well. Uh, I think they have a real chance to pull off an upset. West Ham also in a weird travel spot did play at Greece uh, against Olympiacos on Thursday, which they lost. They did do some rotating there, but definitely a weird travel spot for the Hammers coming home now back to London from all the way across the continent. Nick and Ken here. You better you bet. Phenomenal football Friday, getting soccer bets for the weekend with our friend Anthony DeBundo of the Wonder Goal Podcast and the Action Network on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo. Anthony, we got three more things we want to hit here, about four minutes to go. So if you could give us this one in about a minute if you'd be so kind. What about the Manchester Derby coming up this weekend with City and United? City obviously favored, United just eighth in the EPL table. Eighth might be generous based on how United has played this season. And that that's the reality. Like, they have not played that tough of a schedule. They have not played Liverpool. They have not played Newcastle. They have not played Chelsea. They have not played City yet. And they're sitting in eighth with expected goals numbers that are closer to about 11th. So there's real questions with United. The midfield has not come together at all, as, as I thought they might. They're still dealing with injuries. Their wingers, half of them are either suspended. The other half have underperformed badly based on the expectations. And this new striker, Hoyland, he's shown moments, but the, the consistent production has not been there either. So I'm lower than the market on, on, on United, and I'm, I'm not looking to really bet them here, but I'm not laying 145 with road chalk for City. City has created less than one expected goal in three straight matches in the league. That has not happened since we have XG data under Pep Guardiola. So you have to go way back to figure out the last time that happened. Uh, Anthony, it's, it's time once again for Where in the World is Anthony DeBundo, which we already kind of don't did, tell you did me, Spain, but like, yeah, because you, you did Spain already, but like, we'll go, like, go somewhere else. You can go back, you can actually go back to Spain if you want, as long as the bet is really good. So, where are we going? Uh, and you got about a let's go to let's go to Naples, short flight, uh, yeah. Napoli against Milan this weekend. Really interesting matchup. The market says these two teams are about even. I don't agree with that. I think Napoli is a little better, but I like the under more than I like Napoli, two and a half under. Uh, Victor Osimhen is not going to play for Napoli, and he is so valuable and so important, the best player in Serie A on a uh, you know game-to-game basis in terms of value to their team and importance metrics. So he is extremely critical, and you saw they missed him this week against uh, against uh, Berlin in the Champions League as well. And Milan, Christian Pulisic has four goals. He's taken 13 shots in 11 games. That's really, really bad. Olivier Giroud is tailing off. He's getting older too. His numbers have really fallen off this year. There's just not much attack I like in either game here. Milan, very boring possession team, under 2.5, minus 110. Say this about Olivier Giroud. Very handsome. And I was yes. I was just in Naples this summer for my honeymoon. And, I, and it is, however crazy you think they are there for, for Napoli, it, they're crazier for Napoli than like anyone thinks that they are. It was it was a sight to behold. I've kind of adopted Napoli as my favorite Italian team after that. Anthony, we do have about like 20 seconds left here. Uh, my Chelsea, my blue is going to be Brentford this weekend in like 20 seconds. I think Chelsea's turning a corner, but I also think the market's perennially undervalued Brentford and Chelsea's problems that they still have, which is just like converting good possession into shots, is exactly what Brentford is very good defensively at. So I, I do like the bees as a dog, but uh, I think Chelsea's starting to improve. Finally, I think it's like four straight wins now for the Blues. Uh, they had the draw against Arsenal too, where they were the better team. So uh, I'm, oh, I'm getting excited a little bit about Pochettino. 
Yeah, that was up 2-0 in the game, and then Arsenal, like, rescuing it with two goals towards the end of the game to, uh, to rescue that draw. That was that was pretty brutal as a Chelsea fan. Anthony, we love having you on the show. We sincerely appreciate it. I know you'll be rooting on the Texas Rangers, and so will I in the World Series, so we thank you for that as well. Check out Anthony's uh, soccer betting podcast. <laughs> I love that. Check out Anthony's soccer betting podcast, Wonder Goal, and all his written work over at the Action Network, actionnetwork.com. My friend, thank you so much. Good luck with all the bets this weekend. I'll, I'm tailing you on all of them, and uh, we will talk to you next week here on the show thanks for having me our good i i i gotta tell you i love that spot i love having soccer bets on the weekend and just like checking the scores of the game to see how they did sure. it's the absolute best uh coming up in a couple minutes the locomotive set to leave the station ken's entire college football card for saturday in moments we'll be right back with you better you bet presented by bet mgm <laughs> on the bet ql network